just so we're all on the same page here. Recording this episode, as per usual, has been a struggle. I'm not going to lie to you and say it hasn't, because lying is bad, okay? The air conditioning, again, was just going off, like, for a long time, and very passionately, very loudly. I did not appreciate it, but it happened. Whoever the hell is in charge of the air conditioning in this building, you and I, we have some, we have some words to have. Is that a thing people say? Yeah. Mm, I'm just going to go with yeah. I'm just going to go with a solid yeah. Also, if I sound, you know, if I resemble, I don't know, a dying goose, that is because of my allergies. They are really, um, they are really coming at it with all the gusto in the world. You know, my Midwestern immune system was just not emotionally prepared for these East Coast allergens and it's unfortunate because, I mean, allergies are just so icky and my eyes are itchy and my nose is itchy and there's there's boogers, guys, and that's not fun, but it's happening, so my apologies for that. That's on me. Just kidding. It's, it's on the allergens out there. Don't blame me, please. I'm so sorry. Um, welcome back to the last pair. I really need to work on not, I really need to work on not being so aggressive right off the bat and just introduce the podcast. That will come with time. That will come with time. But here we are anyways, last pair, it's Lily again. And, you know, what a day, what a time to be alive. April, April 2021, woo If you are a Lehigh student, maybe you're upset right now because finals, I mean, yeah, they're, they're coming. They're coming. They're coming around the mountain and that's never fun. But what are you going to do about it? Go education. We love it. And that's just how it is. It's just how it is. Today we have a more uplifting topic, which is rare. (laughs) for us here but I'm excited we're gonna talk about how we can each help break the stigma and get period products to menstruating people who don't have access to them this is you know this is an important one because this is what we can actually do to help I mean I've sprinkled in some options throughout the episodes just you know with the little like I'm decorating some sugar cookies but with facts. Mm-hmm. I stand by that statement. But today we're going to go over in more detail what we can do to help on an individual level and on a, you know, large scale level too, like what we can do to form a group to make some real impact on this world and just end period stigma, which is a huge job. So it's not going to be quick and easy unfortunately, because nothing ever is rude, but first thing we have to do is start, and that's that's what we're going to do, folks. That's what we're going to do. We're going to start. I'm so sorry. My mind is just, she's everywhere. She is, you know, she is everywhere but my dorm room right now, but we're, we're bringing her back. 
did you hear that bird outside oh my god literally that was i'm so sorry but okay first things first a pretty like obvious one maybe not obvious is to start or join a club that focuses on this goal so you know finding like an action club can um help you find people who have common goals and then also gives you a group to kind of expand what you're capable of doing and changing to both fight you know menstrual stigma and work towards ending period poverty which is a huge issue and some of the things that these clubs can do i started one at my high school junior year and some of the things we did was you know we collected um menstrual products for the local women's shelters and that really helped in multiple ways just because obviously we're getting these products to women who needed them but then also we were kind of making everybody in the school think about the period stigma because you know we set up this huge table in the lunchroom that was like give us your tampons woo and so everyone had to look at that and they're like okay i'm gonna bring some tampons in maybe this is a little uncomfy but this is what they need so it kind of helped you know take apart that stigma in that way too and i think that teenage years is an, an important time to try to break that down just because for some reason just generally speaking the teenage years are like just the most embarrassing times period to be alive um so if we can kind of take this part of embarrassing out of the larger embarrassment teenagers feel then i think that's a good place to start another way to kind of work on this in schools is to just try to help your school whether it is a middle school high school or a university help create a period friendly school which sounds like you know sounds like a thing sounds like a process and it is but it's an important process so part of that is you know talking to teachers and administrators wherever you live, wherever you go to school, and encouraging them to educate youth about menstruation. This is especially important in middle schools, Um, really advocating for proper menstrual education for everyone, not just quote-unquote girls, because it's not just a one-gender problem. Like This applies to everyone in some way everybody is going to be affected by menstruation and the struggles that come with it in some way whether it's affecting them directly or somebody they care about so it is something that everyone needs to learn and i think that's important to ask administrators to look at because they're not going to look at it why would they change something if they don't think it's broken we have to tell them that hey hey you this is bad you need to fix it woo you know so yeah otherwise they're not gonna even think about it 
And then also just urging them to provide menstrual hygiene products in school bathrooms because that also will help. Like if menstruating people can't get the supplies they need at home and they're students, they should be able to get those at school because schools are supposed to, you know, be helping these kids in every way they can. And part of that is making it so that they can get an education without having to worry about bleeding through their pants. So you can do this by going directly to the administrators or writing a letter to them or bringing up maybe with just some teachers first to get more people involved who maybe have a little more power than you. But yeah, that's also going to be a process, but I think if you can get a lot of people writing these letters or going to the administrators directly, then they have to listen. Otherwise, there's like being rude and you know you kind of just have to keep annoying them about it until they see that oh this is like a thing a lot of people care about and we should you know maybe maybe we should listen to these kids maybe they know what they're talking about I don't know I don't know do you think they know I don't know but we do we do know what we're talking about thank you everyone for coming here today to listen to me ramble Another thing we can do, we kind of touched on this multiple times in past episodes and already here, but it's just donating menstrual products. You know, wherever you live in the world, there is a need for safe and effective menstrual hygiene products, no matter where you are. Like, this is not just, like, it's not just a problem in developing countries this happens in the u.s this happens in the suburbs it happens everywhere there is always going to be a need for safe period products and how we can help is you know consider donating to local homeless shelters or even schools or just different organizations that are already established and are trying to help meet this need as well some of these are some of these organizations include period.org, Girls Helping Girls, Racket and Period Equality, and they use donations for providing menstruating people with the menstrual products they need. And they also help by providing menstrual health education and supporting policy reform, which are both really important as well on solving this problem on a larger scale is obviously getting people the menstrual education they need and then also working towards changing policies and laws that will, you know, take away the luxury tax and the states it's still in and all that stuff. Obviously, then, from there, another one is to vote and support legislation to end the tampon tax wherever you live. And, you know, that's a big one, too, because it may feel like you, one person, won't be able to make a change. But if you if you work beforehand on advocating for that and you get a lot of people in the area to agree to 
work towards that as well, then there's definitely a chance that you can make that change or at least make people higher up aware that we are thinking of this and we know it's a problem and we aren't going to stop until the Tamon tax, if it's still where you live, is taken away. A big part of this too is just really focusing on teamwork because nobody's going to be able to do this alone. Like it's not a one person job. It takes everybody to change the way they see menstruation, to change the way they think about education for menstruation and who should be receiving that. And then just to even help everyone acknowledge that period poverty and getting these products is a real problem for a lot of people in the world and that's just a thing that a lot of people who do have that privilege don't even think about so it takes teamwork to get everybody to think about all those things and then to have everybody want to change that you know don't expect to be able to change it on your own because like most problems you need more And this is an important one that I think you can get a lot of people behind, especially people who menstruate or who know people who are very negatively impacted by period poverty. Getting those people to talk about their issues too with people who maybe don't understand the problem as well can also help create that empathy and that want to help solve this issue for other human beings because... I mean, that's what we should be looking at to help other humans. We're all humans. And I don't know, that's always been like a thing. I don't get sometimes how people can just avoid the needs of other humans. We're all the same. You know, like, and we should want to help each other out. That's like a bigger world problem. And I'm, you know, puzzling through that one. Maybe I'm just disappointed in society. I definitely am, but I'm working on that disappointment. Trying to turn it into motivation to change. But yeah, teamwork. Go team. Go team. Another one is just having like a donation event. And this is kind of like what I talked about that I did at my school, how we had people bring in different menstrual products and we kind of depended on the whole school to participate in that so you could have like a club like tea party or just different like events kind of like fun events um where all the attendees bring menstrual hygiene products to donate to a local shelter school or even like a refuge center And so you'd be bringing in a lot of people because whatever event you'd be having would be fun in some way, whatever fun people like to have. But then you'd also be getting all these products to donate to different places. And then you'd also be educating these people at the event. So it's kind of just like you're really just, you know... You're hitting all the marks here with this one. It'd be a lot to plan, for sure. It'd be, you know, you need to dedicate a lot of time to it. But I think that 
long term and just on the bigger level like a donation event like that could really get a lot of the products a lot of products donated to different organizations or shelters and then also really change the opinions of people and just help educate them on period related issues that they might not have even been aware of before so if you are um here at lehigh there is an organization called the lehigh valley period project they have an instagram and they work on this stuff too so if you want to reach out and help them that'd be great um i think that's so amazing that there's one so close to us that's working on the same goal so like definitely if you're a lehigh student reach out to them see what they're doing see how you can help that's just a great option and then also i've also talked about this before there's one there's an organization i really love um it's called days for girls and they you know like you sign up to be part of a chapter or you kind of make your own group it just depends on where you are if there's one near you or not or if you have to start one and then you they send you like the different what are those called and why can i not think of the word okay like the pattern um that you're what no that's not the word yeah the sewing patterns yeah that's it yeah Okay, so they send you sewing patterns for, like, reusable pads and stuff and a bag that you put the reusable pads in and all that good stuff. And then the people in the group actually sew reusable pads in the bags. You put them in and you put together this reusable package for menstruating people on their periods and you send these back to Days for Girls and then they send them to menstruating people around the world who need them and in that process you are helping people get the products they need that will last a long time and then also that's helping especially younger people stay in school you know not miss all that school that they would have to miss if they didn't have the right supplies to take care of their period you're giving back all those days of learning and I just think that's so beautiful and that you get to help like firsthand and actually get to make these and know that whatever you're sewing right then is going to help some menstruating person somewhere in the world and that you are impacting their life in a very positive big way and that's just beautiful to me so definitely look into that if that's something you're interested in if you're good at sewing i would say look at that look to see if there are chapters near you already Or you could even start your own chapter and get people behind you to start it and request to be one of your own. Um, I just really love that organization a lot. So, yeah, I just really love that one. Um, Obviously, on a, a larger scale, a more broad scale, through education and advocacy, we can greatly improve access to these menstrual products and reduce stigma and the period shame while also encouraging 
education about menstruation, and it's really through us talking about it. That is the first step: is being open yourself, being open to discuss these topics because. Your openness is going to inspire somebody else to be open about it, even if it's just you saying, "Oh my goodness, there is so much blood in my pants right now. What a struggle! I'm so happy and lucky and blessed to have a tampon so that you know part of this is controlled."、Um, I feel you know bad for the people who don't have that, and then maybe somebody hearing that will be like. Dang, you're right. Periods suck. There's so much blood involved. I can't even imagine having to do that without a pad. And then you kind of just get everyone thinking and being more open about it and talking about it in ways maybe they had never talked about it before. And yeah, I think like every issue, every social issue in the world, the first step is talking. Is just. Being open about it and making it less uncomfy to talk about, you know, because that's why there's a stigma in the first place is because people are uncomfortable to talk about it. And so, if you just say no, you know what? No, I'm not gonna be weird. I'm not gonna be awkward when I'm talking about this. Then maybe you can make that difference and start a domino effect and. So many good things can come from that. So, if you are struggling to, you know, find a bigger way to help, or maybe you don't have the materials or resources or money you need to help in these other ways, then just talking and advocating on social media too are Honestly, huge things that can help and are just as important as the other things. So don't think they're not because they are. And yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be a process as it has been. It's not like people haven't been working on breaking that stigma and getting people the products they need. It's just going to take a lot more people to get behind this goal. And. Work towards it in order to get us closer to where we want to be. And I know that all you guys listening out there right now can help make a change. And that's pretty phenomenal if you think about it. I mean, you're about to change the world. That's pretty. That's pretty dope.、It's、pretty dope.、Um, you should be proud of yourself. I'm proud of you. Shout out to you. Never forget how cool you are. Go periods. Screw period stigma. Go period products.、Oh、my God, I just sound like a crazy person in my room right now. That's fine. I'm really, I'm motivated right now to make a change. Okay. So everybody, go out there. You know, after listening, you know what? Here's a little challenge. This is cute for us. This is really cute for us. Here's a little challenge. After listening to this podcast, I want you. To go out into the world, and just in some way today, bring up periods. Just do it. See what happens. Just do it, and you know, that's honestly first step. Go you. Yeah, that's cute. Oh my god, that's so cute for us. That's adorable. So thank you for listening today. 
Um, I hope this one was more uplifting than the last two. The last two were real Debbie Downers, but the sad truth of the world is that a lot of things are very sad to talk about, but are very important, and today's made me happy to talk about, so I hope it made you happy too. Um, make sure to tell your friends about us, and make sure to listen in next week as well. Follow us on Instagram. We have an Instagram page. What? Only? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. Our handle is LU, the last pair. So you should follow that and keep, because on there, you know, we'll keep you updated on when we post and also just other, you know, good old period jokes, (laughs) you know, menstruation. Woo. Um, Yeah. So follow that listen next week and i hope you have a wonderful day thanks bye